Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. Join us on our journey. the soundboard I keep forgetting about these things so. I like try, it try it adds a nice edge today. to it element oh. <laughs> we still have to figure out what wow that was new <laughs> boom I like that one yeah. little chimes <laughs> like wow why did that sound um, like really loud that sounded so different than all the other ones it sounded I, like I just turned it up a little bit before I before it I sounded like it was coming from like around us. Oh, like really? you know how you, we hear everything through our headphones? Like I yeah. felt like I heard that outside of my headphones. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. I felt very magical. <laughs> I got a I got an interesting fact that we could uh when I after I say it you can hit that button. Oh, which, so right. you know like where we ra- like when you go to court and you put your hand and you ra- raise your hand. Mm-hmm. We just like kept that adopted like back in the day they would the reason why they would brand they would brand you with the crime you did like the letter so like when you raise your hand the judge would see like oh you already have like oh like you've already committed an r for robbing or something like that (laughs) really yeah wow that's the more you know the more you know (laughs) there you go (laughs) (laughs) is that where like the scarlet letter, like the letter I A. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I was like, oh. oh. Okay. Cool. You come prepared with a lot of facts, Andrew. I get smarter every time we uh, sit down and talk. It's good. Oh, here, here's my dad joke. Hit it. Uh, <laughs> did you hear about the racing snail? He got rid of his shell so he could get faster, but instead he just got a little sluggish. <laughs> that's pretty good sluggish sluggish nice without a shell because a snail without a shell is a slug i guess so <laughs> there we go love it only that's way good. you can test that is throw some salt on it yeah and just watch it explode um let's do that top five josh is like amazing at it so yeah i know I'm josh killing it. i know I'm, I'm, this time i won't do as well probably <laughs> so i'm doing the top Five most visit cities okay. in, in the U.S. I think I... So the gas station TV has been going through um, some of the most oh. popular oh, cities. Yeah. So yeah. I, let's see if they're right, because I kind of remember some of them. Um, Fort Myers was on that list. Um, no. No, okay. <laughs> San, I'm just going to go through what I know. San Antonio was on there. Nope. No. <laughs> Pittsburgh was on there. No. What? So gas station TV. Those are the only three You're I remember. Wrong. I yeah. just remember seeing them and be like, oh. I was like, Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, I feel like this like New York City, right? Yes, yeah, that's so, number one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would have said that. I want it on right. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Josh has literally hit number one on every single one we've done so far. <laughs> All right, New York City. This is just the United States. Yeah. Okay. Um Los Angeles. Yeah, LA's three. LA's three. And um, Nashville, probably? No, that no. was uh, seven. So it's not uh, in the top five. Okay. Um, most visited cities, Orlando. Yes, okay. four. four. That's four. Four. So, okay, so we've done one, 
three and, and four. four. Yep. Yep. So you got two and five. So two and five. Man, what's the second? Boston. No. Oh. DC. Nope. What? It's uh San San Francisco? That's five. Wow. Okay. Dallas. No. I'll give you it. What's Chicago. The, what state is it? Florida. Florida. For Jacksonville. Miami. 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 Miami's two. Miami. So you got New York one, Miami two, LA three, Orlando four. Which I would think Miami and Orlando would flip flop because of uh, Disney. Disney. Yeah. But and then five is San Francisco. But like I, I would have thought Nashville or New Orleans would be. Yeah. They were like ten and seven. Like okay, there. they're in that top ten. I see. Yeah, I feel like the past couple of years Nashville has become like a real hot spot. Definitely, you know, like a lot of people have been going there. Yeah. Like even Claire and I, we went there last this past summer and yeah. loved it. Yeah, I can't wait to go to Nashville. That's like a goal. I would love oh, to get man. there. I didn't get to go. All my friends went for a bachelor party, but um, they picked the month like Logan was going to be born. And luckily I didn't go because like Logan was born early. <laughs> they were, you they were been... coming back from Nashville. And I was like, I can't go in August. Like yeah. Logan, I'm about to have a kid. <laughs> Imagine that situation being yeah. like in uh, Nashville. I would never leave. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that within three months of the baby coming, I would never leave. Yeah, like, there's a time frame where it's like you're stuck. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. got to be ready to go. Nice. So you going to the Rangers game tonight? Yeah, let's go. Uh, uh. Nope. No. <laughs> I was like, you'd never say that. Yeah, no. I stopped myself. <laughs> uh, going to the Islanders game today. I don't yeah. know if you can tell. <laughs> I'm pumped. I'm ready. Um, I was telling Josh I had, uh, so the, with my new way of life, like I don't really have coffee during the week. So on Saturdays or Sundays, I have coffee. So I had two today. So I'm a little jittery. I'm like feeling it, like oh, I'm ready. I'm pumped up. I'm pumped, <laughs> and uh, it's great. I was like, I had um, so I needed a new toilet, right? And uh, I got this guy off of. I don't know if you guys ever used Angie's List. Yes, ever? I've heard of Angie's I've List. I've heard yeah. of it. I never, yeah. never, never used, used it. it. Horrible. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I've tried to use them multiple times, and um, I had this guy show up, and he was. I paid, so I tried to get him to do my leaves and uh, pay, you pick your service, like what you got and stuff. And he, they agreed to it. They find someone, they send them there. And I'm like over five with these people where they come and they're like, no, nah, this is too much. Like he, first of all, this guy came in a button up and he's like trying to strong arm me, like telling me like, Oh, uh, I'll do it for four fifty. Like you get, what do you want to do? Right? I was like, I paid already. What are you talking about? Mm. I'm not paying. Like these guys, they just find people and just send them to your house, and it's not good. So Angie's list, seven thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> so that was frustrating. Their commercials can tell you, like uh, they they looked uh, they looked cheap. Yeah, the commercials. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. No, I. Even went the cheaper route to try to get someone to fix the toilet. Yeah. Because the back of the toilet was leaking. And that was the same situation. I'm just like, why? Why do I even try? Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to like services and those yeah. types of things, I always feel like you got to pay for the, the more. It's just going to yeah, happen. Yeah, it's just going to yeah. be I saw, better. I saw this interesting thing where it's like um, you pay f- like you pay for uh, you go cheaper. You're like, oh, what can I go cheaper? But then you wind up like. You pay say four thousand, and then they do a crummy job, and then you got to pay additional. So then it comes to like, 
It's Eight more thousand, than yeah. what you would have done. Yeah, exactly. Would have done the first. You get time. what you pay for, type of deal. Yeah, honestly, that's true. You hundred percent. You get what you pay for. You just have to remember that. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, especially if it's a job like that, you just need it done, and it's not something that you might be able to do necessarily. But all right, Angie's list. That's good to know. Not that I've ever. I've kind of when you said that, I totally forgot about it. But mm-hmm. I remember the commercials. I've seen them. Was, like, Hi, I'm Angie. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. I, I don't like, trust you. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to hear that name. <sighs> Angie. But um, yeah, I wanted to talk about a little bit uh, going into relationships with uh, God, relationships with like your significant others. And people have uh, been talking to me about like, how do you get a like, how do you view your relationship with God and how do you get there? Um, I gave josh uh something to read from the bible mm-hmm. um so this is psalm 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 twenty-five, fourteen. the lord confides in those who fear him he makes his covenant known to them so i'll read again the lord confides in those who fear him he makes his covenant known to them so when you hear that like the best way i can describe a relationship with God is like you're not it's not like fear it's more of a respect and awe of everything he's done in the creation the best way I could describe it is like being a boy and looking up to my father um you know thinking he has all the answers and everything and just being in like that respect awe of like your father on earth your dad and um that relationship is the best way like you can look at it and learn from that. And that's the truth. Like God wants to be our friend. Like he is our, our dad. Yeah, exactly. You think about also with, with, with that, that definition of fear, it's like fear and awe are like on wonder and then like reverence. So reverence is, is that it's like a, it's like a respect that is due to the powerful being. Like, so, you know, since God is who he is, that fear just—it's like a, it is—it's like a respect, you know, and, and giving him what he deserves because of his eminence and his, you know, yeah. It's cool. Like, I hadn't heard someone really call like God the Father a dad before, but Father Mike had been saying that more and more. I feel like I—that's where I started to hear it, and I realized like how powerful that can be. Like that image you created, Andrew, or described is—that's where I think like fatherhood can be so important and so beneficial to children right to have a father figure like that because then it can help and shape your relationship with god as Mm -hmm. well and then for people that you know maybe don't have that there's the void there like god reaches out to you to be that loving father and that i think is one of the one of the cool parts about our faith and i think can be something that can be valuable in helping people take the next step in their faith is like feeling that relationship and even so there's so many different forms of Christianity and Catholic, like where people just made branched off and did their own thing and like took and chose of like what they liked from the religion. And it's just always like, we've talked about this many times of just like, I think I said it last week about how it's just funny how there's just so much proof that God is present and that Jesus is present and people still deny it and just don't believe it and don't want that relationship and reject it. But like I said last week, joking, like they believe in like 
the healing of rainwater or the what is it the scorpion like your cancer or whatever it is that people believe oh, so uh, much the zodiac the zodiac which is so disproven because you're yeah. telling me everyone in june is like happy go lucky and all this and moody <laughs> and that i i just the zodiac is there's a reason why there's a serial killer named the Zodiac Killer, right? <laughs> it's just horrible. That's all the proof you need. <laughs> yeah, there's no serial killer named the Jesus Killer, or the Catholic Slayer, you know? <laughs> that was Paul for a little while. Yeah, it's on the other side, though. It's not <laughs> well, now he's on our team, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice. there are so many things in... There's all the sacrifices in the Old Testament. Too. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, what a... The, the, the story, the revealing that God created through time and how here we are on the other side of it, right? And we get to kind of live in the joy of God our Father and mm. Jesus as our intercessor, our brother, our, our friend. Like that relationship piece i think is one of the most important pieces in our faith or it can help you take your faith to another level like i said and that's what's cool about and i think can be helpful for for kids like growing up in your faith mm -hmm. like to feel that relationship or to understand that god reaches out for a relationship at an early age can be just there, so valuable there's so much structure in the catholic faith when you're young like even if you're not getting it and but you're going and you're taking you're it in around it, yeah. And, and there's a, it, and then eventually it will blossom into something beautiful. Um, the perfect uh, person you can talk about friendship with God is Moses, and like how Moses chose him to lead the people out because of what he saw. It all started with him defending the seven women at the well. Okay. Uh, so just like there is beauty in it all, and he picked like. Moses, who's had a stuttering problem, didn't want to do it. And God like kept pushing him, pushing him. And that was like that fear respect before he had to do what he had to do. And that's with almost all the prophets, pretty much. For sure. Yeah. It's one of the um, gifts of the Holy Spirit, right? Fear of God is one mm -hmm. of them. So that's just a valuable piece in our faith. And yeah, the, the reverence that we can have for God the Father, um, especially like the reverence we should have with church. I think about that sometimes. I fall into it where it's just like, oh, we're going to church. Like you kind of just walk in, but you forget sometimes like the reverence that should be had for, for our faith and for the tabernacle and being present, like the Eucharist, being, that Jesus is present there with us. Um, so that, that fear of God is a good reminder to it. Um, yeah, it's great. And then that can go into like your relationship with your wife, with your, um, you know, significant other, soon to be wife, whatever. Yeah, I like that a lot because recently I've been reflecting on this more and more of the idea that um, the relationship that God desires for us, I think one of the closest things that can mimic that or mirror that relationship is the sacrament of marriage. And that has made me approach marriage differently and understand that that union of man and woman of husband and wife mm -hmm. can be like the a, a great mimic of what god is creating for us so it's like approach your marriage that same way um it's helped me recently so i love that idea yeah and that's why i love being catholic is because it just it gives that like that that act of marriage like this incredible depth and like it, it makes it sacred because it, it is 
mimicking Christ's love for the church and especially his his presence within the Eucharist, right? So we receive the Eucharist, we become one with Christ and we do that. And so, you know, the marital act is the same way. We become one. So like that's that's the model of that. Like this is Christ's love for the church is is what we have within our our marital relationship. So yeah, the, it, but there's that like sacredness behind it that I think, you know, gets lost oftentimes outside of outside of um, you know, this understanding of of what it means and all that. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. And there's so much to it cuz there there of course there's fights that go along the way and one main thing it's like that I feel like a lot of couples do is like they compare themselves to it. you're not competing with your significant her success is your success and mm. to take that in and there's so many times that I feel like men beat themselves up with that and it, you know it's hard to move a couch but it's easier to move a couch with two people working together getting on the same page and that's one beauty of like just praying together and just feeling it saying that prayer every day with dinner just making sure christ is in your house can just fix so many of those problems where you're not short to get anger and um you just work things out and just take interest in something that someone else is doing like say you're interested in a tv show and you really want someone to watch and then they start watching and you just feel you know like oh did you see that part yet? Did you see this? And just like you have something to share. It's just always take an interest, like how you are supposed to take the interest in God and just putting everything forward, you know? Yeah. And, and there's that scripture passage, passage that talks about being equally yoked, you know, and, and especially within the context of a relationship in, in marriage, like that's so important because you're able to achieve the work better because you're equally yoked and having that foundation and, and that root of, of, of faith, like makes your journey that much better and that much greater. You're able to, to achieve what the Lord longs for you in, in a better method because you have the other person who's helping you and guiding you and wants the same, the same mission as, as you. Mm -hmm. Josh says equally yoked as he's been repping bench press over here lately. I was <laughs> yeah. like, you guys both got to be yacked. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. But uh, I agree with that too. And I've noticed it. So recently I've, thought of this a little bit more too because I realize how much um, sometimes I fall into the trap of all the effort that I put into my work and how I want to make sure work is going well and um, things are moving well so it's just like I'm constantly having that thought on how I need to um, get better at what I'm doing in my job and I realize that sometimes that can put me into a place where I forget about how I also need to work about how I'm living at home too because sometimes I'm like so invested in how I need to make work possible and that's successful. And then it's like, oh, I need some downtime. But I forget that like there's so much importance in working for what you're doing at home too, you know, and that balance, that fine line of like you're saying, the TV show or being on the same page with things so that you feel like there's value in like you sharing everything that you're doing with your significant other. So you're constantly working together and striving together for something. It creates a lot of, just better habits and practices. And it starts with the little things, like you said, Andrew. I love that. Like you pray together, you, you share some time together. It translates into your faith life, into your prayer life. It just, it all connects in so many different ways. And it starts at home for sure. Yeah, and then vice versa too. So say like you're struggling in your faith life, like that makes that, those relationships, those small things a little bit more difficult. 
You know, yeah. like if, if it's been a while since you've gone to confession, been a while since you've gone to mass, been a while since you've prayed and, and been able to open up to a priest or, or whatever it is, like that weight, you know, it starts getting un, unequal, you know, and, and then the other the other one feels it. You know? Yeah. Well, that's with men, especially is very hard for men, um, which is not talked about enough because we're the ones that always have to, you know, we, we listen to their days and everything and then like say you had a bad day and you don't want to throw your bad day to just keep sink the ship it's like throwing stones onto the yeah like let me just just like all right i'll just push it aside but there's you know have anyone just like randomly just go so how how are you doing are you okay is everything good are you sure you know just that feeling just I don't know. No, of course. And it's tough. It is tough. It's tough to share. I realize that so much because it's like, I'd rather just keep my work day at my work day and not necessarily have to go back into it a little bit. Um, But then when I do get to talk about it, I feel good about it because your soul needs that hug. Your soul needs that talking. Yeah. Because everyone just naturally, right? As humans, like you need someone who you can rely on and, and lay some things down to, you know, and obviously that's where prayer and, and all of that is very important, but to have a significant other, like a friend or, or a spouse that you can do that to. Yeah, for sure. I, as a husband, sometimes I fall into the trap of being like, I got to do this all by myself. I need to provide for my wife, my family. Like I'm going to go do and move all of these things by myself. And then I get frustrated because I can't do it well. And I need someone to help me. It's like, like I just said, it's hard to move a couch by yourself. Exactly. I, that's what I made me think about that. Yeah. And it's like practicing humility to be able to say, hey, I need some help here. Or like, we can work at this together instead of just being like, I got to do everything. Like, just sit, <laughs> you know, like I do that all the time. Don't no, just sit there. I got it. Like, but it's like, okay, we can do this together. Yeah. And then I think for us as men too, but like realizing that that significant other like loves you and, and, and to like believe that and to understand and then also to grasp what that means in the sense of like, they want to know how you're doing, you know? And again, that's hard for us because that vulnerability, you know, we, we believe it's it's a weakness. And so we don't want to we don't want to do that. We would we don't want to present ourselves as like a person who has feelings or emotions or we could potentially be weak. But in the same token, it's like this person who the Lord gave you loves you and wants to know how, how, how you are doing so that they can provide for you and that they can love you just as you're doing, you know, doing for them, hopefully. And so there is a, there is that aspect of like. So like like sitting with that and, and understanding what that means, um, and it, it's hard. It's very hard. Yeah, don't you? Can you compare that to like when you're first dating, like your wives? Like think about those moments where like I just remember feeling so confident, like yeah, like this girl is really pretty and she likes me. Like I'm I'm the man. Like feeling that confidence, right? And now it's like, yeah, we've been together for 13 years. Of course you like me. Like, yeah, but yeah. there's value in reminding yourself of like the love that you guys have for each other and and how that can make you feel and how that could make you act and, and create conversation with each other around that. And then just how that evolves over that time period, you mm-hmm. know, because in the beginning, I'm sure you don't want to do that. You don't want to be like, Oh, like I got to struggle with this. You don't want to cry in front of her in the beginning. You don't yeah. want none of that stuff. And even now, but, but after a while, like that changes a little bit, that love gets a little deeper. There's a little bit more vulnerability that kind of wells up to the surface that then, you know, encourages a deeper love, a deeper relationship. And, and yeah, I mean, that continues as you, as you grow and grow and, and that's the best part, the deeper. It goes mm. deeper. Everything goes deeper for yeah. sure. I think men need a good cry. <laughs> you know, just holding it in. 
can, can be, be so detrimental. De- de- yeah. Detrimental. No, that was pretty good. It can be. It can be. And as long as it's justifiable, you know, blubbering, you know, too much <laughs> or over everything. But when it's, you know, when it's, it's justified, death and loss and injustice, you know, those are the things. Oh, or when the crockpot's on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to cry then. <laughs> no, no, come on, no. <laughs> no, that's why I've been cooking now. So. <laughs> there you go. But that's it. And um, I like what you taught Josh, right? To be able to say or think about how, hey, your wife loves you, like parallels to faith and our love from God, like God loves you. You know, how, let that settle in for a little bit. How does that shape that relationship that you're trying to create in your faith? If you sit with the thought of God loves you, God loves you, so he sent his only son to die for you. Like mm. those parallels that you kind of introduced to us, Andrew, like that's right there. I think that can be a cool comparison too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 100%. And and how difficult is that for us to believe that God loves us? in that same sense. And so what do we do with that relationship? Oftentimes we put up those boundaries. We put up those walls. We kind of harden that heart a little bit. And we're not willing to give him ourselves. We're not willing to be vulnerable with him because of the same sense of like, I don't know if he truly, if he truly loves me. And I feel like that can go into a marriage and into a relationship where you are hardening your heart and not like, you know, they love you, but it's like, do, do you love me? Or is it just because, you know, Whatever. we've been together, we've been together or, or you, we have the these not, kids like the not worthy feeling is always the worst feeling and like i said i feel men do this so much to each other like and we have to be kinder to ourselves because we're probably the meanest people to ourselves that nobody really knows like we're not nice to ourselves like beating ourselves up like constantly if it's even a little thing or you know, just the biggest L you can take as I'm going into a joke. The biggest L you can take as a grown adult male is missing garbage day. But <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> and you probably beat yourself up like yeah. Darsh Garden. Uh, but just it was like cardboard. <laughs> just the little I things. It was plastic. <laughs> the little things you can beat yourself up. As, as silly as it is of missing trash day, you beat yourself up for it like uh, it's my job to do that. Now I look like the my family's gonna look like the loser with the pile of trash in front of it, or <laughs> just like stuff like that could yeah. really just eat at you, and we yeah. just let it for sure. And that's where um, I had a train of thought as you were saying that, but I don't remember what I was gonna say. But I like that idea too because you're right. There, there's a uh, okay. That's what it was. But having that thought of understanding. Um, almost beating yourself up a little bit is also parallels to like you striving to do better, like Mm. shape it that way. Like you're allowed to find yourselves. It's good to look back at your day, find where you maybe were short, like you came up short or you didn't do things you should have done. Lay it down, you know, in prayer and then say, okay, now tomorrow I'm going to remember that and I'm going to do better, you know, and strive to do better. I think one thing we also have to say is like, you're doing good. You're doing great. Yes, like yep. Ryan, you're doing good. You're doing great. Josh, you're doing great. We're doing good. Yeah. And that's one thing like I I I'm like trying to think of the words to say and just like kind of loop us all into I don't know. No, it's so true. You forget it, sometimes like you know what? We're doing all right and that yeah. should give you motivation and some positive feelings. It's not to a, keep getting better. Yeah, and it's also like sometimes like we've 
mentioned this too. It's like you see other people getting things that you want for your family and you're like, oh, I really need to get this for them. I really need to, I, I got to get them this. I got I to gotta make sure like as little as like, I got to have the barbecue. I got to have everything. And you're eating yourself up to get to that point where we've said this, I've said this many times where it's like you have them right there and you're got that beauty and they they love you and they look at you. And your mind's not with them because you're pushing it aside because you're thinking like, I got to get this. I got to do this because as a man, your job is never done. You're always trying to think, what can I do to provide for these people? What can I do to continuously like watch them do this, do that? And it's just like that. It just. Uh, I had a conversation with my dad about that a couple of weeks ago because I feel it. And I felt like he could relate too. And I think every father can relate to this now. It's. I was like, how do you, how do you switch? You know, cause like I'm working and then, you know, it's five now it's like five 30, like I'm working from home. Right. Mm -hmm. So I could hear what's going on downstairs and I'm knowing that like, okay, I need to help so that we can start making dinner, but I have X, Y, Z that I need to get done with work. And it's like, all right, now it's six o'clock. And I was like, I got to just stop work because I need to be present and do this. And then it's like, how do I just flip the switch, be present, help with dinner, not thinking about all the things I need to do with work because I know once bedtime gets. I need to go back to finish the rest of my work. So it's like, there's always something that can be done. And it's such a challenge to switch kind of like to go from work mode to home mode and, and all those things. But just praying about that and realizing how valuable and important it is, because like you said, Andrew, how quickly I fall, I find myself falling into the, I have this like great, beautiful family around me that I should just be enjoying right now. But I'm thinking about what I need to do tomorrow. And it's like, that's so silly. Like I'll get to that tomorrow, be here and, and enjoy this and let that kind of fuel your, your days more. It's a hard thing to manage. And the hard, I don't know what it's like to work from home, but like the only, um, I can talk from the other side of that because say Jess is tutoring and I'm with the kids and she's tutoring, trying to do her thing. And I, my, my main focus is, I don't want to get her disturbed and make her feel like she's like not helping out where it's like that guilt mm. of like, not like trying to like, I got it under control. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And <laughs> it's, that's hard. You know? yeah. yeah. There are so many daily struggles and things that go into life. Yeah. Cause sometimes like, so I work, I go in at five and I leave one thirty. I get home at two. And sometimes I'm with the kids. Um, until about six at night and sometimes it's just like whoo i'm done i'm ready i'm tapped and i'm cooking dinner and stressed and it's like and i'm still going am i doing enough am i am i doing what's right for my wife am i doing what's right for my children am i um on my phone too much am i this that but sometimes like when you have those long days, because like you jump right into it when you have those long days where you're like making sure you got the dinner ready and um, you're with the kids for a long time. And I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> it's about that's I, where I lost track of my mind. <laughs> that's good. I see where you're going to, though, with. Um, oh, I, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to the phone where it's like sometimes you need that 10 minutes of that 10 minute poop time <laughs> on your phone you know <laughs> that's your that's your home office yeah. the bathroom yeah there you go <laughs> yeah you 
that's where a, a Friday night cold beer always tastes the best. Mm. Where it's like, okay, yeah. you know, I I did what I need to do yeah. all week, and I kept that's, myself in it, and then I could have a nice cold drink at the end of the week. Okay, go back to life, and and then do. I always do. picture um from Django Unchained, uh, Unchained where uh, I forget his name, the German guy. He takes a sip and he goes. It's a reward. <laughs> it's a reward. <laughs> That's right. I've earned this. I deserve a drink. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And Lent can be a great practice mm. for freeing, you know, and, and kind of saying, where am I spending my time? Let me disconnect with everything so I can practice on being more present with my family and even realize, wait, maybe I'm leaning on my phone way too much because this is hard to do, you know? Like, Lent's a great time for that. Uh, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Josh. No, that's okay. Yeah, and exactly. And that's kind of what I'm what I'm doing, you know, but putting the games away because that, because that is what became that for me was like, like every second I wanted to like try to run away and to just play something as opposed to like being present, being with the kids, especially if the wifey's home, like maybe Mm -hmm. we're just kind of chilling, doing nothing, whatever. But instead of like spending that time with them, that may require a little bit of attention, a little bit of focus, a little bit of energy, physicality. It's like, well, I'm going to just duck away for a little bit and, you know, like I have my little escape. But I was finding that, like, yeah, that I was taking those moments away. You know, I was I was missing out on the family. I was missing out on all that stuff. So, like, that was my goal with this Lent was just exactly that to 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 be free from that desire to then be present and and active as father and husband with with my family. You know, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I got rid of TikTok because that. Like, I felt yeah. like I was me and Jess both deleted TikTok because we felt like we were like too much on it and it's like you can get lost in that for hours yeah yeah i mean that stuff it's it's addictive you know it's really it's uh yeah but it's just weird how um you need that like little getaway sometimes and just like even from what you were saying just like and from both like you're thinking like oh man i really got to go help and worth whoever's on the other side is like i really gotta like make sure like (laughs) tone it down a little bit i don't want them i don't want them to feel guilty like they're working hard over there and it, it yeah. comes from both sides you know yeah and then to kind of tie it back into all the stuff that we're talking about like like christ understood that too he was someone who you know he had to retreat on the mountain after a long sermon after a long you know after the the sermon on the mountain after feeding the five thousand all these these moments he was like okay guys i gotta i gotta head out a little bit i'm gonna i'm gonna go so he would leave by himself and he'd go pray to the father he'd go rest he'd go recuperate all that and and so that that's like a good example for us like we as men obviously we're made in that image so we need that too we need that moment of rest we're like okay everything is really crazy right now but now I need to go rest in the father's arms, you know, and just be just be present there and recuperate, you know. And I think oftentimes we fill that with distractions, which then prevent us from having that that time with the Lord. But but like it's it's a necessary part of us, you know. It's good for us to have that cold beer. It's good for us to like have a moment where it's like, okay, I just need I need a little bit of time here because I gotta I gotta bring it back in. I gotta recharge those batteries and especially redirect my line with the Lord. But but yeah, and the value in in taking that rest in God, right? Yeah. Like. I love with Pints with Aquinas, like the uh, lo-fi music and everything. Mm. One of them is Cigar Bible and Chill. Like yes. mm. there's value to that. Like I've adopted that in a little ways where yeah. it's like, all right, the night was, the day was long. Like, you know, the week was long. I'm going to pour myself a cold Guinness <laughs> and I'm going to sit down at my desk and I'm going to open up my book and I'm going to read, you know, mm. I'm going to read the Bible and I'm going to drink my Guinness, but I'm allowing myself some time in prayer, but I'm also having a nice cold drink diet. You know, like there's ways yeah. to, there's ways to get creative to put yourself in the presence of God and exactly. allow that rest to always be there, right? It used to be, hey, let's hop on Fortnite real quick and do this. And like, 
there's still time where we can do that and enjoy mm-hmm. that. But and that's okay. It's you know? great. It's it's not a bad thing in, in moderation and understanding that, yeah, like there can be some fun ways that you can find some time in prayer and enjoy a cold drink or a cigar and, and do that too, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's what I do like during when the weather's good. I'll, I'll do a cigar and Bible outside in the morning with coffee or something like that. Yeah, and, there and you go. I enjoy that a lot. So, yeah. Just yeah, finding that time and that place where you can, can really rest well in the Lord and in, in a, a, like a, a good way. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. Good stuff. Good talk. Yes, sir. Giants, Super Bowl, it's on. Daniel Jones is, is locked up. He's ready to go. Saquon's <laughs> in, the, in the fold this year. Got to get him a, one more wide receiver. One more wide receiver. Actually, we... No, we need a wide. We need wide receivers. There's a lot of holes that still yeah. need to be filled. But Daniel Jones, good signing. I know you're uh, indifferent, but no, it's more about the money. But what you were saying is true. It's like it's all just going up. It's all so going it's up. Like, He's not going to be a top yeah, ten paid like, quarterback. I don't know. I, I look at Eli. I'm like Eli. Deserve. You know, he won us the stuff. And no. I, I have confidence that Daniel can do it. I, I do. Hey, he had a good playoff run. So I did tell myself. I would, if he won that game, I would stop hating on him so much. So I got to give him a break. <laughs> cool. I like that. <laughs> I will never forget Daniel Jones drafted on uh, the first night of my bachelor party. We were all there that Thursday night. Mm. So that's a memory for sure. But cool. Well, really good stuff. Go Islanders. I hope you guys yeah. watch a win tonight. It's bobblehead day too. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What, uh, who is the bobblehead? Do you uh, know? No, I don't know. Oh, nice. Cool. Yep, Jonathan bought the ticket, so. Oh, okay. <sighs> cool. Good stuff. Stay rooted in Christ. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, and thanks for checking us out. Check us out on Spotify. Um, we're all over. Just look look for us. <laughs> we're around. <laughs> for we're sure. Around. Cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Yeah. See you next week. Peace. Peace.